Well, good morning. This is Pastor Brown once again coming to you with stories of hope from the heart of our community. God bless you and thank you for welcoming us into your home today. Uh, my guest today is Reverend William Stein. Reverend Stein, God bless you and thank you for being here. God bless you as well. Thank you for having me. Yeah, Reverend Stein um, is the he is the the uh, brainchild behind uh, God's Kitchen, and so we want to use that as a jump off point and start talking about God's Kitchen. What is God's Kitchen? Amen. Thank you. Um, God's Kitchen in Michigan uh, was established back in 2011 in Battle Creek. Mm-hmm. Uh, I was there at the time uh, with our ministries providing resources for people who were in need. Um, we found that uh, through studies that there weren't any organizations providing a free meal Monday through Friday. Mm -hmm. The only exception to the rule was the uh, Haven of Rest Mission in Battle Creek. However, the Haven's procedures is that they don't provide a meal Mm -hmm. for folks who don't live at their facility. And so after uh, additional research, um, I approached my mother and uh, we decided that we were going to put this program online. Actually, you know, giving all praise to God, he planted the mustard seed. Okay. Uh, my mom uh, retired in 2009 as a, a nutrition and food service supervisor at the VA. Okay. So I approached her first. Uh, she accepted my proposal and then uh, we went to a nephew because by law you have to have at least three individuals to establish a nonprofit corporation here in Michigan. So uh, my mother just simply said to my nephew, I want you to do this. And Uh he said, okay, grandma. And so (laughs) (laughs) God's Kitchen uh, was born. Mm -hmm. Uh, We served our very first meal on Tuesday night, October 11th of 2011. Mm -hmm. It was a soul food dinner. Okay. Uh, uh, Former state uh, representative Mike Knopfs, who represented Battle Creek, hosted the very first, or sponsored rather, the very first dinner. And Mm -hmm. so uh, we continued to serve meals uh, Monday through Friday. Um, There were uh, folks here in Kalamazoo that reached out and said, we need a program like yours over here. So in uh, 2017, mm-hmm. uh, we approached uh, First Baptist Church here in Kalamazoo. And uh, they said, yeah, we welcome you uh, with open arms. And so we began serving here. Okay. And so with the combined communities, we've been serving for a grand total of 11 years now. Okay. This is our 11th year of service. Uh, we've served... Um, Nearly 150,000 meals in that period of time. So um, either this month or next month, we will hit that milestone. So so that your very first uh, meal that you served, how many people do you feel, do you you believe came in? Oh, we counted. Uh, Mm -hmm. We have a person that uh, serves as a host. Mm -hmm. And so they, Roman numerals, of course, Uh they count the heads. Uh, We don't base our uh, program or ask people to prove that they're indigent. Sure. Instead, mm-hmm. uh, we know that if they come in, they're hungry. Right, right. So uh, we count adults and children. 
and that's all we do. Adults, children, and then, you know, of course, volunteers and staff sure. members are counted. And there were a total of 86 meals that we served that night. At that first night? Oh, first yeah. Meal. Oh, yeah. Have you seen that grow? Oh, yeah. Uh, we uh, fluctuate um, depending on what we're serving. Mm-hmm. Uh, the preference of our dinner guests that come down and uh, where we're serving. So, for example, last month uh, we were finally able to put our uh, catfish fry back on the schedule. Uh, we had collaborated with the good folks over at the Radisson, and because of COVID and the governor's executive order shutting sure. down mm-hmm. uh, businesses, uh, you know, we had to pull the plug temporarily on the project. Mm-hmm. But we were blessed here last month to put it back on the schedule, and so we served 191 catfish and uh, fried chicken dinners over at the Radisson. A catfish fry. I had to show up to that. <laughs> Shoot. Catfish. I used to go to uh, Cracker Barrel for for catfish on Sunday, and since they closed, you know, I don't I don't get my catfish satisfaction. Oh man, know? we we have tried to to uh, serve as many variety of different dinners based on sure. uh, cultures uh, and traditions as possible. For example. Last uh, summer, we served a steak and lobster tail dinner in Bronson Park. Wow. Okay. And uh, we also served uh, a steak and lobster tail dinner for Christmas. That's our traditional programming. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so, uh, as a matter of fact, some of the uh, beneficiaries were uh, re- residents of uh, the uh, mission. Sure. Mm-hmm. Uh, some of them... Uh, made their way out to our Portage Chapel Hill Church meal site. That's where okay. we're serving at the present time uh, here in uh, the Cal- greater Kalamazoo area. Uh, sadly, there were so many cars and people there that they decided to come back to the mission. But we had some food left over, so sure. I asked my uh, volunteer team to package it up, and we brought it down to the mission. Oh, and, good, good. And so uh, a lot of your uh, residents were able to enjoy a steak and lobster tail dinner that night. So, so in other words, your uh, site for for Kalamazoo is in Portage now, or right? Uh, we we, you know, we're a mobile operation. Okay. When I when I wrote the um, business plan for God's Kitchen. I had Christ in mind. Mm-hmm. And as you well know, Pastor, Christ brought his ministry to the people. To the people. He, he right. didn't wait for the people to come to him. Uh-huh. And in that same vein, um, the project that I drew up said that we're going to have a small fleet of food trucks. Okay. And then those food trucks will be deployed throughout Kalamazoo, mm-hmm. Portage, uh, Ashtamo, and the like to uh, address the needs of the people. So they won't have to travel great distances because right. a lot of the folks that we serve do not have personal transportation. Sure. They don't have the money to use the city bus mm-hmm. uh, or uh, if they try to hitchhike or you know carpool, they don't always have that luxury yeah. uh, to even uh, afford them the opportunity to secure those resources. And so with a small fleet of food trucks, we can go to any neighborhood, okay. any park, any church, mm-hmm. uh, and just set up operations, uh, you know, serve the meals out the, the uh, service window, and then uh, head back to base and, you know, clean up the, the vehicle and prepare for the next outing. Sure. So where do you get your food? Um, we buy our food from the traditional sources, so uh, 
Sam's Club, mm -hmm. Walmart, Meyer, Gordon Food Service. Uh, sure. Those are our primary food vendors mm -hmm. that we do business with. Um, and uh, it, it seems to work out because we know that uh, the food that we're serving is fresh. Okay. So just like you or uh, you know anyone else that would go to a grocery store and yeah. shop, that's the same thing that, that we do. So, for example, tomorrow night we're going to serve both a beef and and uh, uh, turkey shepherd's pie. Okay. Yeah, because, uh, you know, the 17th of March is uh, St. Patrick's Day. Right, right, right. And uh, several of our volunteers said, why don't we have a St. Patrick's themed dinner? And so the shepherd's pie was born. Yeah, yeah. So we're going to serve that. Uh, and uh, like I said, uh, we've got a host of different uh uh, meals that we serve. Um, we're collaborating with uh, uh, Pastor uh, Jeremy uh, Simpson over at the Wesley Foundation where we serve our college students. Mm -hmm. And so there's going to be an Easter dinner schedule. Okay. Yeah, uh, on the 17th of next month. So, you know, people will have an opportunity to come up there and enjoy a free meal. So are you all serving meals every day? Uh, we used to. Okay. Uh, but due to budget constraints, we've had to make cutbacks. Uh, sometimes uh, when we apply for uh, full funding through grants and so forth, uh, we might receive a partial grant. Okay. So that makes it difficult for us because we're a religious organization. Mm -hmm. We don't receive government grants and aid as you know, you well know. I understand that. Uh, with the gospel mission. So... Uh, because of the good graces of uh, folks like yourselves and others, uh, corporations like Sealy Auto Group, yeah. uh, we have unions that sponsor us, such as uh, International Brotherhood of Electrical Workers 131 here in Kalamazoo, mm -hmm. uh, the um, Plumbers and Pipe Fitters Local Four, or uh, uh, three seven, what is it, 357. Uh -huh. uh, from Kalamazoo and others, they also contribute to our organization. Their families, there are churches that sponsor us. Um, the Portage Chapel Hill Church, for example, okay. uh, they contribute to our organization. So that's how we're able to keep our programming uh, going and to feed these folks. Uh, you know, I've had, sadly, a couple of people say, well, if you can afford to serve steak and lobster tail, then you don't need donations. Well, on the yeah, contrary. That, that's right. You know, uh, I have to keep uh, reminding them. And as my late pastor said, uh, um, you know, when you speak to these people, uh, quote the scriptures. Mm -hmm. Okay. <laughs> he said, don't compose your own words. So, mm -hmm. As you well know, in the Bible, Jesus Christ said, when you prepare a feast, invite the poor, the maimed, the lame, That's and the right. blind, yeah. because they don't have the ability to compensate you for the meal. And at the time of the resurrection, you will be blessed by the just. I believe that. Right. right. With every fiber mm -hmm. of my being, I believe sure. that. Uh, and so um, I know that in our time of need, the Lord will provide the resource at the appropriate right. time. And I've had folks say, well, pastor, you know, we read that you served this, that, or the other thing. And our organization would like to sponsor a meal right. or two. Yeah. And um, knowing that uh, the unhoused community, as well as folks that are just above the poverty line but don't qualify for government assistance. Yeah. Uh, and then we have um, wonderful folks like widows and widowers. Mm -hmm. And then other folks come down and say, we heard what's on the menu, so we're hungry. Right, we'll right, feed right. them. Or right. others will tell me, Pastor, I don't know how to cook. Right. So we yeah. prepared a meal for them, wow. right? 
So, so how large is your operation? In other words, what I mean is, how many employees do you have right now? Well, unfortunately, we don't have any paid staff. Okay. Okay. Like I said, budgetary issues mm -hmm. uh, curtails our efforts to to put some folks, uh, you know, on the payroll. But sure. we're we're trying to rectify that. Sure. Uh, right now, and uh, we've reached out to a couple of organizations in hopes of uh, securing those resources. How ironic that uh, I mentioned that the government doesn't provide um, any kind of subsidies or funding for sure. our endeavors, but um, when President Biden was elected, um, his new uh, faith-based czar reached out to us. Good. And so we received an email, and um, there are indeed a lot of faith-based funding uh, mechanisms in place. Mm -hmm. uh, former President George W. Bush implemented mm -hmm. that, and then, of course, President Obama uh, followed through with that. So mm -hmm. there are dollars, and um, they're trying to direct us to those dollars. Good, good. And so by securing those resources, we'll be able to help a lot of people. Good. Read the fine print. Uh, amen. That's the only thing I'll tell you. For print. sure. Because as I said, we, we do not discriminate. Right. Okay. Yeah. Uh, and you, as you well know, uh, a lot of government agencies want you to track how many that's right. poor people that you yeah, have yeah. and so forth. Mm -hmm. And, you know, that's not what it's about with our right. program. If a person is hungry, you feed them. You feed them. That's right. Uh, and so, you know, we pray that there are other uh foundations here in Kalamazoo because there's more than 30 foundations here. Right, yeah. yeah. Uh, so they have resources. Um, like I said, uh, corporate Kalamazoo, Kalamazoo County. Um, mm -hmm. We're going to be applying for uh, some of these uh, federal funds through the Economic Recovery Act. Sure. Uh, a county commissioner sent me an email saying, you know, we're opening up this portal for you to go online and uh, we pray that you'll be able to be considered for some of our funding. So uh, if that is the case, then we'll be able to do more yeah, for yeah. the community because we love what we do. So right now with our combined charities, last summer we had enough monies to uh, serve five nights a week. Mm -hmm. uh, we were all over the county. Uh, we served in various parks Mm -hmm. uh, so, for example, we were out at Fleischer uh, Park out in Oshtemo. Uh We served, of course, at Bronson Park. We were at Lacrone Park. We were at Millen Park. Mm -hmm. uh, and then, of course, our regular operations. So uh, we've even served at the Douglas Community Association. Okay. Mm -hmm. um, and, uh, like I said, the Wesley Foundation. And then through our other charity called Broncos Kitchen, mm -hmm. um, we provide free meals to college students. Okay. So if you attend any of the colleges and universities here in Kalamazoo, Mondays and Thursdays, we serve a free meal. So last night, Monday, we served uh, a sloppy Joe dinner that was requested by students. Okay. Uh, we poll all the time to find out what, what they want to eat. They want. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's right. see, yeah, if, yeah. if you just put something out there, they may not show up. That's right. But if you ask them what they want, then they will come knowing that you're going to serve something that suits their interests. Yeah, okay? yeah, sure. So uh, 58 West Student Apartments, uh, you know, off of KL Avenue. Sure. Yeah. Uh, we serve um, on Monday nights there. And then on Thursdays, we're at the Wesley Foundation, which is just off Western Michigan's uh, campus uh, uh -huh. on Ring Road North. 
And so folks come over there because, as you well know, uh, Pastor, that's a church too. Yeah. Wesley Foundation. So um, college students with a valid student ID can come over and, you know, we will serve them whatever we've got on, on the menu. So how many trucks do you have? None at the, at the oh, present oh, okay. time. Yeah, thought, like I said, I'm we're... Seeing, I'm listening to what you're talking about. I'm hey, seeing man. a fleet of trucks. Yeah, yeah these, are, these are still <laughs> thoughts that are uppermost in my mind. Okay. Uh, and, you know, we keep praying about it. But, you know, God, uh, one of my favorite songs, he's uh, on time, God. That's right. You know, the, the lyrics say in part that, you, you know, he may not be there when you want him, but he's always there right on time because he's right. an all time, you know, he's yeah. on time, God. Yes, he is. So apparently the Lord felt that at the moment it wasn't appropriate for him to bless us with the resources okay. to put those trucks on the road because um, a brand new food truck. Uh, will cost us about one hundred and seventy thousand wow. okay. dollars, but it's it's custom manufactured. Sure. I, I went down to uh, uh, Indiana mm -hmm. uh, where they're manufactured, and they gave me a plant tour. Mm -hmm. They asked me what we wanted. Uh, I told them we want a six burner stove, a convention oven uh, that is commercial sized, a convection oven. Uh, that will handle all the foodstuffs that we need, a refrigerator and a freezer, which are commercial. By law, you have to have a three-compartment sink uh, yeah. and a separate dedicated hand-washing sink. Yeah. We'll have some storage space. Uh, it, the um, truck will be able to accommodate 50 gallons of fresh water. Okay. Okay. And then uh, there will be uh, two propane tanks on the back so that we can right. fire up our ovens and stoves and prepare the food. And then, like I said, serve it right out of the service window. Oh, that's cool. That's yeah. cool. You're listening to Stories of Hope from the heart of our community. My guest today is Reverend Bill Stein. And um, so if you want to support this organization, God's Kitchen, uh, Reverend Stein, how would they get a hold of you? Uh, we uh, cordially invite uh, any interested parties to visit our website, which is mm -hmm. God's Kitchen of Michigan, and Michigan is spelled out M I C H I G A N dot O R G. Uh, and there they can click on the donate page and donate uh, to our organization, or you can send a check or money order to our P.O. box here in Kalamazoo, which is, uh, and you're at God's Kitchen of Michigan, of course. P.O. Box 2632, Kalamazoo, Michigan, 49003. And uh, we will take your resource and use it to the best of our ability to feed the Lord's sheep, uh, you know, because uh, that is a mandate. It's, it is. It, it is an edict. It's not a suggestion. That's right. And so I keep reminding people of uh, John 21, 17. That's mm -hmm. the, the book, chapter, and verse yeah. where you will find that edict from Jesus Christ. Now, um, I know you're open to people who are listening to our program and they may feel that they are called to be a part of the volunteer um, uh, workforce with mm -hmm. God's Kitchen. Uh, what are you looking for in volunteers? Well, if you have a love for your fellow man, that's the first requirement. Mm -hmm. uh, if you plan on coming to uh, dictate to other people and uh, treat them... Uh, with a disrespect, we, we, we thank you, but we're not interested in, okay. in your efforts. Uh, but if you have love, compassion, understanding, uh, you want to reach out to your fellow man in that regard. You want to make sure that when they leave uh, whatever venue that we're serving at, uh, knowing that they had a plate of food and when they lay their heads down at night, 
They'll know that their their bellies are full. Right. Those are the kinds of individuals that we're looking for. Yeah. Uh, sadly, uh, because we we do collaborate with other organizations that also feed uh, the unhoused and so forth. There are people that come down and and they like to belittle or berate. Uh, folk and yeah, that's, that's not, just no, no. That's not what you're looking for. Uh, love thy neighbor as thyself. Again, that's a commandment. As Jesus said, uh, John 13, 34, today I bring forth a new commandment mm -hmm. that you love one another as I've loved you. And so, but you know, that's, that's what's wrong with a part of our society today is I think that a lot of people don't know how to love themselves. Amen. And so they don't know how to love other people. You're right about you know? that. And, and so... I mean, that's just one of the things that people need to pay attention to. And I've always, I'm always asking God to help uh, me see myself through his eyes, Amen. you know, because now that teaches me how to love me for who I am with all my faults and all my failures. I still need to love myself. You You're know? right about it. Pastor. And if you can't do that, then what you find yourself doing is you, you try to push other people down so you feel better about yourself. Right. You know, and we don't want that. That's not what we're not looking at for. All. I don't believe that's God's best uh, for his people, and that's not what we're trying to do to folk. Well, and if you claim to be an emissary of God, um, shame on you for having that kind of an attitude yeah. to go out here and, you know, you're claiming that you're helping someone. For example, uh, and I'm glad that you... Uh, phrased it that way so that mm -hmm. I my mind can process it um, there are times especially around the holidays you know mm -hmm. Thanksgiving Christmas our phones will ring off the hook people mm -hmm. will call and offer to volunteer well there's 365 days in the year That's folks right. Yeah. right 365 uh -huh. so uh, I understand that uh, you might have the day off or something like that but why can't you fit us into your schedule, you know, when there isn't a, a holiday? Right, right. Uh, that way, that will help us with our volunteer base and, um, you know, assist us with providing the manpower necessary. Yeah. Uh, so we encourage you to, first of all, contact our organization. There is a volunteer application form on our website. Uh, but like I said, around the holidays, if you get a hundred people offering to volunteer, then you're overwhelmed and right, you don't need right. that many people. Yeah. And then off holidays, mm -hmm. you have, you know, a skeleton crew of people. That's right. <laughs> yeah. I, I know what you're talking yeah, about. Yeah, and, and not enough folks to, to go out and help. So, uh, because we have, um, like I said, elders and others that will contact us and say, um, I am, uh, you know, confined to my home. Right. because of my medical condition is there any way that you can have someone deliver a meal to me mm -hmm. and we did that in the past but you know like i said we just don't have the resources to right. do it because yeah. if we make that commitment to sister jones sure and then we're shorthanded on our volunteer side mm -hmm. Uh, Sister Jones is going to expect God's Kitchen to deliver that meal, right, right. even though we don't have the ability to get the meal to her. Yeah. Okay. So, you know, we're, we're hoping, like I said, with additional funding, mm -hmm. uh, we can implement uh, that approach where we can bring uh, our elders and others who are sick and shut in sure. that resource. What do you have for freezer space? Uh, if someone was to donate... Uh, a large uh, donation of meat or something like that. Do you have freezer space? 
Yes, we do. We we use the the resources of the churches where mm-hmm. we're serving. Um, we do have uh, uh, freezer space, you know, to uh, embrace those resources. Or what we'll do is uh, if we need to pay it forward, we've come down to the Kalamazoo sure. Gospel Mission and we've mm-hmm. uh, paid it forward by sharing resources uh, with you yeah, all as yeah. well. So because yeah. we get phone calls all the time, someone says I've got a can of this or a can of that. Well, you know. Uh, you know, a small can of peas it, isn't going to feed far, 50, right. 60, 100 yeah. plus people. Mm-hmm. Uh, and we love them and, and we appreciate that. But, you know, we have to have those number 10 can size right. restaurant uh, uh, items to serve. So and uh, on our website, we do have a we need page. Right. Okay. And on that we need page, it tells you what staples we require uh, because our format is carry out. Mm-hmm. Uh, we are always looking for those uh, styrofoam three compartment hinged lids. Right. Uh, of course, the plastic cutlery sets. We okay. have to have those napkins. Yeah. Uh, bottled water, things of that nature. So you know, that's a good point that you bring up about um, sharing and collaborating with other organizations. Um, you know, you're talking about uh, I can't use one or two small cans, but I know somebody that can. And we do the same thing. Yes. You know, we, we like to sh- uh, share with organizations like yours and others in the community mm-hmm. when we have an overage of something, an abundance of something, then we want to make sure that it gets out into the hands of somebody that can use it rather than go bad on our shelves. You're right. You know, and so we're not trying to do that. And so, and that's, that's another reason why I love sharing time on this program, Amen. you know, with yourself and others who are doing great work in this community. Thank you. So that our, our community knows that there are efforts going forth in the community. And if they feel God calling them to be involved in something like that, they have a variety to choose from. Amen. Uh, um, step out and step up. That's what I always say, because there are folks who sit around their houses, they mope around and they're they're They become depressed. They're yeah. miserable. Yeah. Why? Well, I don't have a lot of friends. I don't do this. I said, well, why don't you get out into the community and volunteer somewhere? That's right. You know, mm-hmm. there are a lot of organizations. Uh, they can contact 211. Uh, yeah. and be connected with an organization uh, that will have interest. But I also remind you folks that when you volunteer at certain organizations, they have a training mechanism in place where you have to go through the training so um, right. they will know that you'll be around and that you That's will right. follow their protocols because uh, by law, all of our charities have to have insurance that will, uh, you know, cover us in the event of any accidents, injuries, uh, you know, and uh, sadly, if someone goes out and and, uh, they hurt someone um, because of attitude problems and such, uh, because we know that um, many of the people that we deal with have, uh, you know, mental issues. Uh, They're suffering from one issue or another. And so if you don't know how to respond, if you don't know how to step back, you know, Mm -hmm. uh, then that liability falls upon the charity. It does. Okay. Because no one's going to remember John Doe or Jane Smith who was involved. They're going to remember the name of the charity. That's exactly right. Uh, And so will the the lawyers that will be contacting (laughs) you. So um, those uh, protocols have to be in place. And... um, 
you know, unfortunately, some folks who have uh, received uh, court orders to do community sure. service, yeah. if you're only required to do two to ten hours of community service and you go to certain charities, they're not going to embrace you, not because they don't want to, yeah. but because they're expecting their volunteers to be with them for a long term sure. rather right. than a short period of time because right. a lot of money goes into the training Same. aspect of volunteers yeah. only to have them leave shortly after they've been fully trained by the organization. Yeah. Well, Reverend Stein, it has been a pleasure to have you on our program today. God bless you. I'm honored, I know sir. it's been a time since we've, uh, quite a bit of time since we've talked, and I hope we can rectify that. Amen. And uh, get together more often because uh, we'd like to support whatever it is you're doing in this in this uh, community. And uh, we want to be a resource for you, uh, if we can, we thank you, you know, to help you. Um, I'm Reverend Brown, Michael Brown. Uh, my guest today has been uh, Reverend Stein with God's Kitchen. And um, I'd like to pray for you before we close our program Please today. Do. Is that all right? Yes, sir. Well, Father God, I just give you praise and glory and honor for my brother, Lord, for the work that you've called him to that he so diligently does. I thank you, God, as we call in the resources that he needs. Father, uh, right now, Father, I just call upon him grace, blessings, peace, God, abundance, God, in the area of his need, Father. Uh, we've heard a request for uh, mobile vehicles, Father, the finances for that. And so we just call it in right now, God. We decree and declare, God, that, uh, that he will receive, Father, all of the necessary finances to do all that you have called him to do in this community. God, we thank you for him. We believe it, God, in Jesus' name. Amen. 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 And amen. Thank you this so much. This has been Pastor Michael Brown with another segment of Stories of Hope from the heart of our community. My guest today is Reverend William Stein. We want to thank you for being with us today. Thank you. Thank you all for joining, uh, joining us and inviting us into your home. So we'll see you here next week, same time. God bless. God bless.